If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet PlushCare, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. James Golden, known popularly as Bo Snurdly. This is The Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Rush, rush. He's always mistakenly British. Tea crumpets. Cheerio. But he's really a Canuck. Known on all seven continents. Oh, I know who you are. America's undocumented anchorman. He's a recording star and a TV star. Tuesdays, James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Nerdly, presents Mark Stein. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, and we got late word today that the new boss over at CNN has threatened his reporters if they don't stop with their biased reporting, he's bringing in Stein. (laughs) And he's going to be the anchor for six hours in a row. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna out Wolf, Wolf Blitzer because anyone who's sat at Gate Twenty Seven at LaGuardia, uh, looking up at Wolf and thinking, "Holy hell, how long does this?" Go? I thought these guys were just supposed to have one-hour shows, and you're sitting there as your flight is pushed back to eleven thirty, half past midnight, two forty-five a.m., and it's still Wolf, yeah, yeah, yeah. away. That's what you want to be. Hmm. So before I, Mark, we have to talk about about this this January sixth show that starts this week and some of the other. But before then, okay, I have been so amused watching this little royal guy make faces at his mother, stick out his tongue at her, uh, uh, wave his fingers at her, and then Harry and uh, Meghan go over there. They leave early on a Bombardier private jet. Now they're taking all kind of flack from people that are saying they're hypocrites. Yeah. They got booed when they were over there. How'd this whole Jubilee thing turn out for the royals? Well, the Jubilee turned out great for the Queen. I mean, absolutely great. She wrapped it up with that little skit she did with Paddington Bear, in which she <laughs> de- delivered. She's having tea with. Well, she's having tea with a CGI green screen computerized stuffy. And and she's loosing off her lines about keeping a marmalade sandwich in her handbag with absolutely brilliant timing. And you say, OK, well, that's is that really any basis on which to judge a system of government? Well, Joe Biden wouldn't be capable of of, of squinting into the telly, but sitting opposite. He wouldn't understand sitting opposite a CGI stuffy who has no corporeal existence and saying, just read your lines, uh, Joe Biden, off the prompter. He couldn't. He couldn't do that. So the the Queen had a very good, really a very good uh, jubilee. Harry and Meghan had a disastrous one. Uh, They can fly back on Bombardier, whoever's paying for that. But basically in St. Paul's, which is where the seating counts, St. Paul's Cathedral, uh, (laughs) uh, his brother, Prince William, is up there in first class in row two. Uh, 
and Harry and Meghan are back in coach in row 673. So <laughs> they're sitting next to third cousins of the Queen that nobody has ever heard of. <laughs> so uh, she played that brilliantly too. And... Uh, uh, and uh, and I don't know what you, I mean that she just played that fantastic she played that fantastically. They are hypocrites. They're humbugs. They're bores. They're grubbing onto the fringes of show business. They haven't got the talent to make it in. You know, uh, Meghan wants to be playing opposite George Clooney. She's she's not that good an actress. He's not going to do a movie with her. It's, this is all their Netflix deal is cancelled. They're living in a mansion that's way beyond their means, and uh, and they've burned a lot of bridges uh, in Her Majesty's dominion. So they had a they had an absolutely terrible jubilee, and it couldn't happen to a more deserving couple. Well, <laughs> let's talk about <laughs> Eric Holder for a moment. <laughs> On yeah. that happy note. Yeah, Eric Holder would would get better if he married into the war. If he married one of those third cousins twice removed, and the next thing you saw, he was kissing a royal duchess on the balcony. He would get a better press than Harry and Meghan did. Eric Holder. Well, Eric Holder says that we are in danger. Those of us in the United States, Mark, I'm sure you're going to be very upset about this. He says that we're in danger now of um, slipping into political apartheid. We are going to become a, a, a South Africa. We are going to have apartheid in America because the minority of the United States is going to be in charge of things. And what is all this based on? It's based on what we're expecting to happen, what he's expecting to happen with the overturning of Roe versus Wade. And so now we're going to have an apartheid, I guess an apartheid winter in America where the minority of the will is going to be just they're going to rule over the majority and the majority which i guess are holder and his and his peeps are going to be quite upset to live in america for the next few generations apartheid I, america i don't think that's actually true with respect to abortion all that means is that abortion will be returned to the states and each there'll be 50 varying abortion regimes plus territories and uh, it, it, it's relatively easy to settle in one that uh, fits your view of it. This is such a what I love about the left is there's never any principle. They're all about minorities. You know, so they say, oh, well, the, you know, the biggest issue facing America today is transgender pronouns. And you, you live in a an old mill town where the mill closed and you're out of work and it's hollowed out. Uh, by uh, by fentanyl and uh, everything is garbage and rubbish and there's no future. And uh, when you switch on TV, they're talking about somebody who's misgendering someone on Twitter. And you say, what, what's up with this uh, transgender business? I say, well, it's very important. It's 0.03% of the population or whatever it is. <laughs> right. And we talk about it nonstop. And there's millions of losers like you uh, for whom the mill <laughs> closed down and the factory closed down and your kids are hooked on fentanyl. But we haven't got time for you because we need to talk about uh, misgendering people on Twitter. The, the, the Democrats' whole thing is the smaller the minority, 
the the more they fetishize you. So this whole 58 genders thing where it's LGBTQ and no one remembers what comes after the second Q, they're all the interesting ones. They're, they've got identity groups that are statistically undetectable and they're still more important than you schlubs out there uh, who, who uh, wear the mill closed and you're all hooked on drugs. And that's, so I, but, but Eric Holder, there's no principle on this. Eric Holder suddenly descri- suddenly decides, you know, minority rights are great unless it's in this particular, unless it's in the Supreme Court abortion thing. These guys are, these guys are just con men. And and it's all about power. It's all and it's all about control. It's uh, and that's what everything has in common. It's about power for them and their control of you. That's all it is. It doesn't get any more sophisticated than that. Amazon Prime Washington Post in the news. The Amazon Prime Washington Post has suspended their political reporter Dave Wiegel. He made a bad boo boo. He retweeted a joke, and the joke. I mean, okay, it was. It's a sexist joke. Hmm. The joke pretty much says, Mark, hmm. Mark is, is some guy put up a joke, all yeah. women are bi. The trick yeah. is to figure out which bi they are, whether they're, 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 they're bipolar or bisexual. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, Excuse me, I'm just going to fall on the floor laughing for 12 minutes because I like that joke so much. <laughs> so he retweeted it, and then all hell breaks loose. The report, one of the reporters, Felicia Solnez, who herself had been put on leave back in the day when Kobe Bryant died, she was the one running out there reminding everyone, "Hey, hey, hey! He was he was a he was a rapist. He was a rapist, or mm. on trial for rape, whatever." Mm. She got suspended, and this poor guy, David Weigel, came to her defense. That didn't matter. She out. She went to the. How dare! What kind of place is this that lets a reporter make a joke like that? And the next thing you know, this poor guy is suspended. It's a freaking joke. Yeah, I love this because Dave Weigel was hired as the token conservative over at the Washington Post. And in fact, he's no such thing. Uh, he's, uh, and, and, and so he tiptoes, he's tiptoed around on eggshells perfectly for a decade. And then he retweets this joke about you just have to figure out all girls are bi. You just have to figure out if they're bipolar or bisexual. I don't know. I can barely get through that sentence without clutching my sides. And, uh, and, and we are now what the, the communists were. Uh, uh, half a century ago, uh, the fantastic novel called The Joke by Milan Kundera of Czechoslovakia, uh, and it's set in the late 1940s, uh, just after the commies have taken over, and it's about a guy, a young guy, who makes one joke, and his entire life is destroyed as a consequence of that joke. And I read it when I was a kid and I thought, well, that's those wacky communists. Boy, nothing like that could ever happen here. <laughs> and, and now it happens here. Now it actually does. It doesn't happen in the Czech Republic or in Slovakia, but it happens in America and it happens in Canada and it happens in Britain and Australia all the time where people have their lives ruined for making the wrong joke. There's only one kind of society the police's jokes and it's and and the term for that society is not a free democratic country or a constitutional republic or anything else when you're ruining people's lives over jokes when you're the guy who's saying 
that's not funny. And not only is it not funny, but uh, you're going to be suspended, uh, as CNN did, uh, for a month without pay. CNN just suspended a guy, Dave Weigel, for making a joke. See, CNN actually, you know, I've sat through hours, I said I've sat through hours of, of CNN at Gate 27 at LaGuardia, and, they, you know, that's what they should be suspending Wolf Blitzer for, but not for, like, <laughs> one, this guy made one retweet, mm. he didn't even make the joke. He retweeted it. He retweeted it, the retweet now, you don't even have to come up with the criminal joke yourself, comrade. <laughs> Just just retweeting the criminal joke is enough for us to suspend you for a month unpaid, comrade. That Amazing. Is just, it's, it's, okay, the January 6th show market comes up Thursday. Number one, are you going to watch it? Number two, Brian Stelter and, and some of the other lefties are having a cow because apparently Fox is not going to cover it. And they're just, they're, they're, their undies are in a bunch because they just can't believe that Fox News and Newsmax are not going to cover the January sixth primetime show. I wouldn't. I I certainly wouldn't cover it. I think this is a basically this is about the criminalization of politics. If Eric Holder seriously took this business of apartheid, yeah, we are becoming an apartheid society because basically, if you're criminalizing the other guy's politics. Uh, which is what this committee does, then politics is not possible. It's a Democrat committee with Liz Cheney and the other idiot as uh, a bit of so-called bipartisan cover. But but actually, I was just talking, whatever it was, half an hour ago, to Peter Navarro, oh. who, was, who was taken down at Nashville Airport by five FBI agents, strip-searched, they took the, the 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 elastic out of his boxer shorts in case he uh, hanged himself in his cell. Oh, Peter goodness. Navarro from the Trump administration. That's they were carrying out a acting on an arrest warrant from this committee. It's sick. There's no equality before the law in this country, and no one should take that committee uh, seriously. Fox shouldn't cover it. Newsmax shouldn't cover it. Double. Uh, W-Z-Z-Z-A-M in Dead Moose Junction, Maine, shouldn't cover it. No, nobody should cover this thing. Mark, you, thank you so much. I want to hear more about your conversation with uh, Peter Navarro. Sadly, we don't have the time to do that right now, but I definitely want to hear more. This guy was put in iron shackles and thrown into the cell that, uh, that Hinckley, yep. Reagan's would-be assassin, was thrown into. Yep. This is such a blatant vendetta it is just it is it's unconscionable yeah and it's exactly the lenin lenin's old line about what he used to call example trials it's they're doing this to make an example of him and that's all it's Len, it, it, there's a lot of lenin there's a lot of post-war czechoslovakia in what's going on in the united states right now and that's not an exaggeration and that is pretty sad. Mark Stein, thank you. America's undocumented anchorman every Tuesday right here on Boston Early's Rush Hour. We're coming right back after this. Rush. This is the Rush Hour with Bo Snerdly. Bo Snerdly. On 77 WABC.